0: Hey guys, it's Kian, and today I'm going to be talking about Rustam Kabilov, who is a fighter that I thought was going to take over the UFC. Way before Islam, way before Habib, Dagestan had Rustam, and it really seemed like he was going to become the first big name to come from there. Because going into the UFC, he was 14-1, and with his one defeat being a split decision. And then when he signed with the UFC, his success continued, and he ended up racking a record of 10-3, and which is honestly very impressive, and although he showed promise for years in the UFC, he was never able to capture a UFC championship. So what happened to Rustam Khabilov and what is he doing now? So first off, let's talk about his UFC career. Because I remember watching his debut live and that was against Vince Pichel. It's honestly one of my favorite debuts from a fighter in the UFC. He absolutely ragdolled Vince for the entire time, suplexing him three times. And on the third one, Vince had enough and eight points before the ref stepped in and after this fight I was excited to see what was next from Rustam and I think a lot of people were as well it really felt like we just witnessed the next MMA great so my eye was definitely on him after this and he continued to find more success in the UFC with wins over Yancy Medeiros and then he had a win against Jorge Masvidal and this was a very fun back and forth fight and credit to Jorge who actually did pretty well considering the amount of hype that was behind Rustam at this point. Jorge defended the takedowns well and even secured one of himself. There was a point where he ate a spinning back kick to the head and still was able to survive. But in the end, Rustam put on an excellent performance and ended up winning by unanimous decision. So that's when the UFC decided to give him a big fight. And that was a UFC fight night headliner against former champion Benson Henderson. And although Rustam was looking very good early on as he was able to bring the fight down and control most of the action there. He ended up getting caught in the fourth and went down, and this led to an immediate rear naked choke that forced Rustam to tap, handing him his first defeat in the UFC. And then eight and a half months later, he comes back to face Adriano Martins. And man, Adriano, this guy is the kryptonite to Dagestani fighters because he was able to defend most of the takedowns from Rustam in this fight, land some shots on the feet as well. And although it was pretty close, Adriano ended up winning by split decision. And then after after this win, he fights Islam Makashev, and he knocked out Islam in the first round. Which makes me think what would have happened if he went up against Habib. But anyways, this was two defeats in a row for Rustam, and all the hype that he built up for himself definitely dwindled down. But after this, he went on a six-fight win streak, and once again, he was displaying how good of a fighter he was with his wrestling. He was able to bring the fight down and control the action there for all of these fights. But after this six-fight win streak, he fights Carlos Diego Ferreira, And Carlos did a good job by connecting on the feet and denying the takedowns, which led to him winning by unanimous decision. And because Rustam missed weight for this fight, his next one was at welterweight. And in his UFC welterweight debut, he defeated Sergei Kandosko. By unanimous decision. So even though his time at 155 was over, there was still promise at 170. But this was also the last fight on Rustam's contract. And instead of re-signing with the UFC, he decided to sign with Bellator in October of 2020. And although he was expected to fight Andrei Koreshkov in October of 2021 at Bellator 269, Rustam came down with the sickness and the bout was scrapped. And since then, there has been no talk about his next fight. So before I talk about what he's doing now, I want to explain why Rustam Khabilov didn't reach the expectations that many had for him. Because like I said, a record of 10 and 3 is pretty impressive. But this is a guy that many had high hopes for in becoming a champion. And considering that his style of fighting is very similar to Khabib's, you would think that he would have been the first Khabib. He would have been the guy who would have been the face of fighting in Dagestan. But there was a couple of issues with Rustam's run in the UFC. The biggest one were the defeats. If he hadn't lost to Benson Henderson, Adriano Martins, and Carlos Diego Ferreira, then I have no doubt that we would be speaking highly of Rustam, like we do with Islam and Habib. The other thing is that he had issues in making weight. He missed weight for his fight against Jason Sago, and also missed weight for his fight against Carlos Diego Ferreira. So had he not had troubles making 155, then not only do I think he would have stayed at 155 and continue to dominate, but the defeats that he had, I'd have to point out, that his weight cut must have affected him, and the third thing is that he wasn't really a finisher. Aside from his debut against Vince Pachel who he defeated with the suplex and punches in the first round, Rustam was unable to finish any of his other opponents in the UFC. There was that win against Yancy Medeiros at UFC 159, ended in the first round, but because Yancy suffered a thumb injury. And look, I'm not one to say you're a boring fighter if your fights go to the judges' decision, but that's the case for a lot of people, especially for Dagestani fighters who do a lot of their work with wrestling and sometimes are unable to get the finish. We've seen it with Khabib Islam and we've also seen it with Rustam. Dagestani fighters tend to be a slow burn which means they get to the top by fighting a bunch of people before there's no one left. Because the truth is they don't really put on highlight reel performances that makes people want to see what they're going to do next. People get to that point with them that they want to see what they're going to do next to see if they're going to uphold the streak that they're on that's how it gets exciting but the problem with Rustam was that he would have a streak and then he'd lose a fight and that's a huge negative when it comes to that slow burn approach fighters can make it to the top quickly if they're finishing guys left and right but if a fighter is just getting decision after decision by bringing the fight down and controlling the action on the ground people aren't as excited to see what's going to be next for them like i said it gets more respected when their win streak grows and the names that they defeat are big names. And that's another issue with Rustam. He was unable to defeat big names. His biggest name that he defeated would probably be Jorge Masvidal, in my opinion. And if he defeated Benson Henderson when they fought, that would have been huge for his career. And without a doubt, he would have became a top lightweight right after that. But he was unable to do that. And although he went on a six-fight win streak in the UFC at one point, all the people he defeated in that streak are not big names at all. I could imagine after that Carlos Diego Ferreira, a fight, had Rustam Juan, they would have gave him a big name because a seven fight win streak. That's impressive. So it's like, OK, time to give him a big name. Let's see if he passes that test. But he was unable to get past Carlos Diego Ferreira. And because of that, he was back to square one where I have to do the slow burn again. And I think at that point, it was just too much. He wasn't down to do it again. And I understand that, especially since he's 35 years old now, probably 33 at the time of his last fight. But he said to himself, you know, I tried. I found my success, but getting to the top for myself and my career is going to be way too difficult at this point. And now that I have fighters in my gym like Habib and Islam finding success in the UFC, I'd rather help them than get in their way. And that's what Rustam has been doing now. He has been doing a lot of training and coaching with these Dagestani fighters, even with an up-and-comer like Muhammad Mokhayedov, who many people are excited about. Rustam is helping him out as well, and I think this is a great move by him because, like I said, he was the original big name from Dagestan. And it's funny because Khabib made his UFC debut before Rustam. Khabib's first fight with the UFC was in January of 2012, and Rustam's first fight with the UFC was in December of 2012. But Khabib did not become a huge name right off the bat. Rustam did because of his debut against Vince Pachel. And that's why many believed he was going to be the guy to start the Dagestani movement in MMA. And although he was close to doing that, ultimately it did not work out. Regardless, he was the blueprint, the prototype for Dagestani fighters. And because of fighters like him, we have a bunch of talent coming from Dagestan now, which is very exciting because I truly believe they are going to be the ones who take over the UFC and MMA as a whole if they haven't been doing that already. But like I said, it all started with Rustam and now he's continuing that movement by helping all these Dagestani fighters train. And honestly, I'd be fine if he never fought again and just went 100% in on the coaching. He could be very valuable to fighters like Makashev and Mukhaev. I think the biggest blueprint that he set out was that Dagestani fighters cannot lose because if they do, it's going to put them back quite a bit, like we've seen with Rustam's career. That's why it's impressive to see what Khabib is doing and what Islam is doing right now. They're on these huge win streaks with some pretty solid names in their resume. And if it wasn't for a fighter like Rustam Khabilov, then fighters from Dagestan would still be trying to figure out how to become the best how to take over so although Rustam was unable to become the best unable to take over his career as a whole is an important lesson for Dagestani fighters moving forward and that's why I wanted to make this video to give him credit for that but what do you think did you follow Rustam Khabilov back in the day and do you think he should continue fighting or become a full-time coach but that's a lot for now so I'll see you in my next one